The temps are warmer, you've mowed the lawn, and maybe even turned on the AC a time or two. It's definitely spring. So SpI.com is having their spring sale. Log on now and get local deals up to 50% off before they're gone. SpI.com. This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. We will say good morning to Julie Davis with the Real Estate Group here in Springfield and Ryan McCready, CEO and President of Springfield Sangamon Growth Alliance. Ryan, good morning to you. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having us on. What type of weekend did you have? Did you celebrate somehow on a Labor Day? Well, we did a little bit. We planned to do a little more out, outside backyard type thing, but uh, the weather didn't uh, cooperate with us too much. So we found some other things to do. My son plays in a wood bat league on Sundays oh, over okay. at SHG. So yeah. we found out that even turf fields can have games rained out. Uh, uh, <laughs> because it really? poured Sunday afternoon over there. Just op- skies opened up. I know that the Springfield Mile was impacted. Uh, mm-hmm. They barely got in Saturdays, never did get the feature in. And Sundays, when that rain hit uh, late Saturday night at the fairgrounds, they said, it's over. And yeah. they canceled. A lot of people went out of there. So a little disappointment. All right, I would be, uh, before we talk about the real estate market, and uh, Julie Davis is with us to uh, fill us in on that, Um Again, it's now September. Sure. And people are saying, okay, we're going to see things in the ground in October in the sports complex. Yeah. Can you give me an update? What's I, going on? I can. The sports complex, the uh, school district, the school board's having their vote tonight oh, okay. on the contract. And that's going to allow the developers to move forward. My understanding is that construction bid documents are going out uh, next week really on the project okay and that we will be having a groundbreaking this fall i would say probably sometime around november there's been a few things as far as the local governmental approvals that have taken a little bit longer than what the developer anticipated and so that that's where the project's at they will be doing a lot of the uh what we'd call subsurface kind of infrastructure work once they get started um and then as the as spring comes around and hopefully it's an early spring they'll be able to do more of more of the other work, and I, and I believe the goal is to still have the domed field up and running in the fall of next year. Very good. So it's uh, things are moving ahead. Developments like this are difficult because, you know, I, I used to, I grew up cooking in a truck stop, right? And the trick is to have all, everything ready at the same time. Right. And that's the trick in development, too. You don't want to borrow money too early. You don't want to send bids. Let's try right now. Bids out too early because no one will guarantee a price. You have to get all the the zoning planning stuff done and the mountains always steepest when you're nearest the peak. And that's where we are right now with this project, but uh, it's going to happen this fall. And then the other development interest that's looking at that area and all up MacArthur over to Wabash and Stanford is pretty interesting. We say good morning to Julie Davis from the real estate group. How many, how long you've been involved in real estate now? (laughs) Only a couple of years. It seems like, right? My entire career. I graduated from, uh, college and i've not have never done anything That's else what but you, real estate did you know that when you were in college you were no. start selling real estate no. what, was, what was your major education and i've taught my most of my career as well i've always had some kind of teaching or training or something going on yep how did the bug bite you though when it came to real estate what was about that intrigued you well i uh i was married to uh a captain in the marine corps he got out of the marine corps when i right after college yeah. and Ended up in Chicago. I had two choices. I could work for the Dental Hygienist Association, 
or for a developer developing condos on the Gold Coast of Chicago. Hello. And the other sounded a little more interesting. Yeah, I would think. <laughs> I would think. If you've been up there lately, yeah. That. How'd you, I, what, what, the move to Springfield, what was that all about? Are you from Springfield originally? No. I'm from Greenville, Illinois, about okay. 85 miles from here. Absolutely. Greenville um, College, we, right? We got transferred to Decatur, and then the person I worked for in Decatur uh, said, I want you to go to Springfield and open an office, and that's how I got here. I was 25. And you opened your own office? I opened a branch office for that company, and then I owned my own office uh, when I was about 29 or 30. What prompted the TV thing? Because I think, as you look back, (laughs) it was golden. Nobody had ever done that. You had a show that absolutely people looked forward to to see what was on the market and things like that. I, I still run into people today who, who tell me about the show, and I'm like, show has not been on the air for 20 years. At least, huh? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Right. So, Where would the idea come from for the for a television show for real estate? Uh, I don't really know, actually. I don't remember back that far, I guess. Um, we just know the public wanted to see houses, and you can't just put houses out there. So we broke up the segments with interviewing people who dealt with you know, cleaning air ducts and doing home inspections and all kinds of things on how to take care of your home. And that's what really made it catch on. Now, has the Internet, website, Zillow, things like that changed that dramatically? People can sit in the comfort of their home now and see a home and everything they need to see about it. The, the The whole concept of how you buy houses has changed over the years. And we've had to adapt to a lot of different a lot of different changes in how we do business. So most people are looking on the Internet about four months before they actually decide to go out and get serious about it. And so the Internet, Instagram, uh, Twitter, all of those things are very important to getting that message out. It's not always an accurate message. Um, some realtors thought, well, realtors would become less important, and the reality is we're probably more important. Uh, the laws keep changing. It keeps getting more complicated, orchestrating everything, jumping all the hoops is more complicated today. And so the value that we bring to the table has actually gone to the next level. Why do people feel, uh, maybe I'm speaking for myself, but I think uh, for the majority of people, why do they feel more comfortable working with a realtor than they do someone for sale by owner? There are for sale by owners. Don't get me wrong. The Fizzbowls are Mm -hmm. there. We understand that. Mm -hmm. But yet a lot of consumers are much more comfortable working with a realtor than an individual selling property. Uh, that's a real interesting question because I, buyers know they're entitled to certain uh, representation. They want to be sure they get all the disclosures and things that they need. So for a buyer is very concerned about getting it right because he's making a huge financial decision. Most sales by, for sale by owners, in fact, I think I've only run into two in my entire career that would not work with a real estate agent. They go in, they decide to be for sale by owners because they want to save half of the commission, and because they think they know their home better than anyone else, and so they think they can then present it better. Um, It's very interesting in this market where everything is kind of crazy and there's a lot of multiple offers. uh, Statistically, you would think there'd be more for sale by owners, but there's actually nationwide there's less. And I think the reason is sellers are afraid of what, how am I going to handle this? Am I going to get obligated to two buyers at the same time? You know, they have some fear on their side. So we're actually seeing 
less for sale by owners, not more. Julie Davis is with us. Uh, so is Ryan McCready. We're talking about the real estate market, particularly here in Springfield. Um, I can't understand it. You tell me. We had Pat Phelan on with us the other day <laughs> from INB. He gave us his thoughts. Uh, the inventory is probably about as low, a.k.a. challenging, for the buyer as I've seen in a long time. If you compare it to how many houses were on the market in your geographic area, uh Two years ago to compare it where it is today. Julie, what happened? Well, it, that's an interesting question also because we've questioned that ourselves. I think one of the things that happened was during COVID, uh, people were staying home. They looked around their house. They decided to do room additions to make improvements, and I think that has really made a difference. If you compare year to date, this year back to 2019, mm-hmm. We are down, uh, we're down 25% in the number of listings available. And at the same time, we have the same number of buyers who are out there trying to buy those those houses. So that's really made it very, very complicated. Um, it's also caused the increase in price. You know, it's the old supply and demand. When supply goes down or when and demand stays the same, price goes up. So our price is up 18% in the same period of time. Well, Springfield is a steady eddy market, which is one of the reasons it's a great place to buy real estate. But we usually get about 1% to 2%. So you would assume from 2019 until today, prices would have increased somewhere between 4 and 8%. They're up 18 And most of that occurred in 2021. Is the single family in demand or people looking for duplexes or looking for fourplexes? Uh, we had a gentleman on earlier. He, of course, builds things and sure. and uh, says, uh, you know, build a fourplex, live in one unit, and let the other three make your payment for you. Those statistics I'm giving you are Segment County and they're residential only. So they wouldn't include the fourplex, although we do have more income buyers right now than I've seen really? in a long time. Yes. Um but the the duplex is really interesting. The baby boomers all want them. They're, they're willing to move down in size, but they're not willing to give up quality. And so the new duplexes all have hardwood floors uh, or luxury vinyl. They have counter uh, quartz countertops, granite throughout. They're finishing lower levels. So it's a really important concept. The young professionals want them also because they don't want a big house with four bedrooms and they're just them or maybe two people. So Springfield's a little unique in that. Are there people, uh, I've asked other realtors, I'm going to ask you, uh, are there people who are selling it now because it's high watermark from what they get? And maybe it's slowed down a little in the past couple months, but but let's assume it's still a pretty lucrative market if you're selling. Are there some people then going renting and saying, okay, I'll jump back in the market in two or three years when prices have subsided? I haven't seen that. However, I've had a number of clients in the last two years that have a big home, and they are wanting to retire in the next three to five years. And they're selling the larger home right now to take advantage of the increase in pricing, and they're buying a duplex. So... They And their logic is, I'm going to sell when the price is high, I'll buy a nice duplex, 
because a duplex is going to sell quick, whatever, in, in any point. market. Yeah. And so when they're ready to go, they're ready to go. If you have a house that's uh, above average in price, they're concerned that it might be a slower market, there might be fewer buyers. So let's take advantage of them now, and then I'm ready to go when I'm ready to go. I'm not going to be insulted by this answer because I think I have a pretty, but how many prospective sellers are like me? When you go to see them for the first time, they always have a very, very inflated value of their home. They always think it's worth a lot more than the market says it is. Am I part of 70 or 80%? No, you're not. (laughs) I'll tell you what is really I'm really disappointed now. (laughs) You right. you mentioned the changes that have occurred throughout my career. Sure. I have never seen the the buyers, the sellers price exactly the way they have. Uh, and that's changing a little bit too. What's happening is they are saying to me, I, I usually talk to people in terms of you can't list for more than this. If you want to go tomorrow, you need to list for this. Right. They list in the middle because if they list more at exactly what they want, the multiple offer situation will push the price up higher than they could have gotten any other way. And so the smart seller is pricing more realistic. Now, just this year, we've started to see some sellers follow the philosophy that you're talking about. They see these inflated prices. They see the multiple offers and things selling above. So they're pushing on their price. Last year, we had practically no price reductions. Now we're getting maybe 15 or 20 price reductions a week. Really? Because sellers are pricing a little bit too high, thinking that's where I want to go. But but multiple offers are still were, there. were a common thing in the last, what, year to 18 months? And are they, they still there, you say? Yes. Yeah. And people know that. So sometimes they're going to list it realistically to get people through the door. Uh-huh. I would think, yep. and then let them bid, get, bid against each other. Because am I right? Yeah. If you price it too high, it's going to take some people out of the market immediately. Right, and they're not, and you're not going to get the multiple offers. And I've had sellers say to me, if I put it up too high, i got to reduce down to this price, but I've lost the excitement and the energy of entering the market. So they price more in the mid-range and hope that the price will be pushed up. What are the two most important rooms if I'm selling my home? That people, it's going to sell it. Well, kitchens are always kitchens. Yeah, okay. kitchens are always the biggie, um, and then uh, probably just the wide open family spaces or maybe the master suite. Okay, that has replaced the living room and the dining room and so on. It's it's the multi purpose family room, yeah. I guess. Well, and if you and have, open your open is in it, is it not? It is still in, um, but if you have a. Uh, what I call a middle-aged home, which is right around 20 to 30 years, then the key is to make sure that the roof's got some life on it, and I mean like you've replaced it already. Uh, you want to be sure your mechanicals are updated, and then you're going to get top dollar. You think the reason is how come the, the Springfield real estate market, even now, is still a bargain compared? I mean, you compare what other places are getting, especially the burbs. I understand that the cost of living and so on and so forth, but Springfield's always had a reputation. People moving here from other metropolitan cities are shocked at, at the the bargain. They perceive bargain in real estate. We, um, my team, the Julie Davis team deals with a lot of relocation work. So a lot of people coming in from out of town and you're right. That's one of the most common things that we hear is, Oh, 
well, back where I'm from, that would be a million dollar house. I can't believe that that's a forty or fifty four hundred thousand dollar house here. They're shocked. Uh, final question that we're going to is Ryan McCready is here, by the way, folks. I've just kind of <laughs> zoned. All, I've kind of zoned. That's okay. Him out that's why today. Julie's here. <laughs> Absolutely. Has the interest rate bump slowed the market at all? Um, maybe. Okay. And the reason that I the reason I say that is we the number of units sold this year is exactly the same as 2019 or 2019 and 2020. Okay. Now we did have that increase in 21, but it's back to normal now. Um, the interest rates are still in the fives and people who have any knowledge of real estate interest rates know that that's still a really good rate. So I think it has slowed the market some, but it's not going to, it hasn't killed it by any sense. Brian McCready, when people come to Springfield, where is it on their list of things they are looking for or concerned about the community? Workforce, I'm sure, is one of it. That's right. What about affordable housing? Where is that and, and what makes Springfield so attractive? Right. So affordable housing is very important for business owners, too, because they know to attract and retain talent, we have to have a good housing market for them. So it is something they look at. Our cost of living, to your point, is very competitive and lower than a lot of other similar communities. And one of the things that, that makes Springfield great from a real estate market is we have both new and historic that homes that are still in good shape. So even though we have some older housing stock, there's still a lot of it that is in really, really good condition. And so whether you're looking for something new, whether you're looking for something that's that's more historic, we have multiple and diverse types of neighborhoods available, and that helps us also. And we still have good uh, good development out in the more rural areas too. We don't we don't have suburbs like a Chicago does, but we do have uh, bedroom communities around the area that can give multiple different qualities of life for someone looking to move here. Julie Davis, you mentioned your team. Uh, that's been around for a while, is it now? Right. Realtors have teams. Why? What necessitated the team concept, if you will? The, I think one of the things that has helped with that or has caused that is realtors work seven days a week, 365 days out of the year. Sure. It's really hard to take any time off. If you have a team, you have people to back you up. So it, it gives you a little bit more normal life. Um, and one of the things we've been very cautious about in, on our team is that we, we want people who have the same value system that we do. They have the same beliefs in terms of how a client deserves to be treated. They have, they're willing to make the same commitment. Uh, so you have teams that have kind of different philosophies, different ways that they work, um, and it gives you the chance to kind of have your own little culture with inside a culture. As a result of that, the companies are offering less and less. When I owned Julie Davis Realtors, it was, uh, you know, the company provided virtually everything. Sure. Now the companies provide very little to nothing, and you're, except the brand name, the location, that's it. Ryan McCready, one more time, Springfield Sangamon Growth Alliance. What's it all about? What is the purpose and the mission? Our, Our goal is to grow the economy of Springfield and Sangamon County. We want more people living and working in Springfield and Sangamon County than we had before. And that's our goal is to do economic development of all types, whether it's residential, retail, or commercial, industrial. Just keep on bringing the jobs and keep on having a robust economy here. How can they get a hold of you folks? More information? They can check us out at thriveandspi.org. I hope that you'll sign up to be a Thrive Ally. And uh, Julie and her team have done that. And uh, they're a big, they provide us a good bit of assistance also in keeping us updated on the housing market. 
other things there are things that are going on and plus being i want to thank her for being a a true advocate for the community and helping sell our community to people that are looking to come to springfield and sangman county julie davis people like to talk to you or any member of the julie davis team how can they get a hold of you uh they can call me at 217-836-3123 or get us uh through facebook and we'll get to one of our team members thanks for checking in guys appreciate it You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.